Welcome to the Getting Into Good Trouble podcast, where we talk about struggles to teach you the trouble. Each week, we find an active global conflict and break it down for you. This week, we are talking about the current protests against the Manston Asylum Center in Kent. Have you ever gotten your phone taken away? Well, that will feel incredibly small in comparison to what people in Kent are experiencing. Not only are these people having their phones and other personal items stolen from them, they're being kept against their will without proper medical care. Reese, a little background, please. Yes. So this all started at the Manston Asylum. It's an immigration detention center in Kent, England. It was built in order to house 1,600 immigrants, later exceeding the number, marking the total at more than 4,000 people. These people are being held in super poor conditions, being stripped of any belongings they came in with. So to elaborate more on that, on November 6th, an organization called Action Against Detention and Deportations decided to organize a protest against the humanitarian crises unfolding within the building's gates. They came up with this idea the prior Sunday. Thank you, Rain. Witnesses report that a young girl threw a bottle over the fence of the detention center in Kent. It said she snuck past security in order to throw her bottle outside, which contained a message. Oh yeah, actually, I read about that. Denora referred to Manson as a prison and detailed that there were pregnant and ill immigrants being denied proper care. People have been calling this a humanitarian disaster. What do we all think about that? I think it is a very big humanitarian disaster because of all the horrible conditions that are in there. Like someone said that there's a girl who threw a bottle over the fence and it was really bad because she's kind of trying to share out you know, her voice without actually saying something because she was kind of blocked from the inside. Yeah, and it was very, very overcrowded. Like, there was only supposed to be like uh, 1,000 people, but there was like 4,000, so it's four times the amount of people Mm -hmm. that was made for the space. So they're not getting enough care. They're not getting enough, like, what they need to survive. So it's obviously very bad. Um, I think labeling it as a humanitarian disaster is an entirely fair assumption. I mean, They have a limit of 1,500 people. They've got over 4,000 residents right now, and they are keeping them against their will, so. Well, I'd say you can think about it differently because it wasn't built to be a place of holding these immigrants. It originally was an Air Force base that was then turned turned into a U.S. or a commercial base for civilian use, then later on then turned to an immigrant. So it's not even meant to hold them. It was originally just an airport. And I think the fact that it was only meant to hold like 1,600 people was really big because they only had the stuff with that amount of people and they had double the amount of people. So they obviously didn't have all those materials to be able to like supply proper medical care and like care just in general. And the government isn't really doing anything about it. Like this is illegal. True. You're only supposed to have this many immigrants in a facility. Why don't they just build more facilities? But this is also like a government ran. Yeah. Yeah buildings and then also it's terrible like they shouldn't be keeping them in facilities in the first place they should like at least do something more humane like housing or something so that immigrants can get back on their feet so relating back to the protests what do we all think that the protesters really want what are they trying to gain from the protests i think they're really just trying to bring emphasis on like the treatment of the people i mean this all started because of a little girl throwing a note over the fence saying like They're not getting health care. There are pregnant women that are not getting attention. Like, this is becoming, like, a health crisis. Like, these people are not getting the attention they need, and I think they're really trying to fix that. 
Yeah, I've seen um, some signs like shut down the asylum and they the protesters really just want this place shut down because it's super inhumane and they just don't want it to be up anymore because the people inside are just not They're suffering. Property. And yeah. a bunch of the rich people, you know, on the higher income side are just saying, oh, they're just being rebellious or stuff like that. But these people have actually gone inside of the asylum and seen what has happened just this last Sunday or two Sundays ago, I think. They went in there and that's kind of how the protest started because they saw the inhumane conditions of everything. So they got their friends and all of them just came and piled together and kind of just seeked out justice. We decided to interview Jonathan O'Brien, who's a journalist for WSB News. So one of the big main things that we're wondering is, can you tell us some background on the government and how they're reacting to this and maybe some background on kind of like immigration facilities? Well, this facility specifically was opened back in February of this year. And I don't know if you all follow much news from the UK, but they're having a, a lot. They're having a large influx in the number of people crossing the English Channel to get to the UK. They're crossing on small boats and things like that, seeking asylum there. And, and that's that's an important thing to note in the in this story. These aren't people who are just simply, you know, moving to the UK, wanting to immigrate there. These are folks seeking asylum. We have a similar system here in the United States, and we've had our own share of controversy about that and about, you know, what to do with these folks when they when they first get here and what's the most humane way to treat them. Um, there's been no shortage of political turmoil in the UK recently. You know, they recently lost one prime minister after 40-something days, and um, now they, ha- they have a new prime minister in there. But this is all, this whole situation is under the purview of what is called the Home Secretary. And she has said that you know, there is nothing that that they are working to try to remedy this issue. And the issue really comes down to they have been keeping these folks in these centers for longer than the government allows, which is 24 hours. That's in violation of the law. And they've been advised that that's the case. I read from the BBC that there were 48,450 asylum applications in 2021. There have already been 63,089 so far in 2022. So from what your knowledge is, what have they been doing about the protests going on in the facility? Is it necessarily like violence towards them or are the police and the government being very strict about it and like saying no more protests? Kind of like Well, the UK right now is dealing with protests on several, several different issues. But no, I don't think that the I think the government is trying to in their minds, trying to remedy this, you know, the the processing of these folks should only take 24 hours. They're then supposed to be taken to another location. And the government is working with hotels and getting contracts with hotels and spending a good, a great deal of money putting folks up in these hotels. And you're seeing similar things here in the United States in in New York City, for example, there's, you know, there there are migrants in, in hotels there that the, that the government is paying for. So I think that the government is, the government says that they are hearing the concerns of members of parliament and um, things like that. And at one point in October, they said the number of folks in that facility was um, 20. I want to be sure I'm right. 2,800. The immigration secretary said this week that it's now below 1,600 in that facility. So they're working to process these people and get them out. Why is it taking so long? They're blaming 
technical issues, old equipment, um, staffing issues, all things like that. So where do you think the protests are going? Will they be in, in resolution or conflict? You know, do you think that they're going to make these places more humane or they're just going to continue to hold people for long periods of time? Well, that's that's tough for, for me to say. I can tell you that the Home Secretary Suella um, Braverman, um, she is what they what has been described by the UK media um, as uh, as a hardliner and more even possibly more to the right than the prime minister and I think they feel like they have a problem that they have to deal with and you know governments make decisions all the time and they say they're doing the best they can. So I, I think that the government is probably going to try to address this. I don't think any government wants to be seen as unfair to people or, uh, you know, doing anything illegal. Thanks, Jonathan. Now let's start with our breakdown. Jesse, would you like to start us off? Now we know that the Manson Asylum, originally a Royal Air Force base, was turned to a detention center in early January 2020. It was originally built to hold 1,600 immigrants, now exceeding the limit, reaching an overall number of 4,000. This asylum exceeds the limit of 24 hours for holding immigrants, some reports stating some have been there for over 40 days. The overcrowding situation is the main problem, though. As we've learned from Jonathan, there is one report where 130 people were sleeping on the floor of a tent, having no basic necessities like a shower, and some with no clothes but the ones they had on them. Some immigrants even describe the place as a prison camp. We also learned that many people are catching diseases without proper care. This is because most of these areas only have one doctor and that is a big problem. The system is failing these people on all sides of the spectrum. And with tons of immigrants getting sick all of the time from diseases like scabies and MRSA, it is hard to know if you would ever make it out alive. That brings us to our next point. At the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about how immigrants lose all of their belongings when they are processed into the facility. The most common items being confiscated are shoes, clothing, and any mobile device with a camera. It seems like the government knows what they're doing to these people, and they're trying to cover it up by taking away any voice they have outside of the center. There are obviously many things wrong with this facility and the fact that it's still up and running. Some may argue that the immigrants should be deported immediately, but others say that they should be given a chance. We hope you learned something from this episode of the Getting Into Good Trouble podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye!